Unite Wedding Photographers and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite episode number 131. I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, the self-proclaimed professor of photographic pontifications in good company with a good neighbor of good neighbors, Ms. Lindsay Daddario. Hello. And we are also joined by Tiffany Bastion of Creative Entrepreneur Accounting. Is that correct? How do you how do you say your business name? Bastion Accounting. For Creative Entrepreneurs. Yes. Yes. Um, welcome. Thank you so, so, so much, Tiffany, for, for joining us today. Um, we're, you know, as small business owners, we're, you know, f- especially with this uh, the COVID-19 and everything that's going on, just trying to navigate all the different options that are available through this CARES Act is a huge kind of headache <laughs> to try and figure out what the options are, what they even mean. Um, why we should we should be doing what we should be doing, and if we should choose one or the other, can we do more than one? Um, all of these questions are, um, are are on our minds, uh, trying to figure out what we should do as essentially unemployed people at this time. Uh, as wedding photographers, uh, there are no weddings. There are zero <laughs> zero weddings happening right now. So all the income that any of us expected to have um, over the at least um, through May and June, all the June weddings are gone now. July is you know, some people are hanging on, but I don't I don't think they should be. I don't think it's going to happen, you know. So we're out for at least two and a half to three months, at least, probably more. And uh, so the government is kind of doing some things, thankfully, to kind of um, help with this CARES Act. So um, that said, I, I know that um, in talking and messaging with Lindsay, she said that you wanted to go over some of the basics first, um, the easier parts with like as far as the stimulus and that kind of thing. Um, and then we can get into some more of the the detailed aspects. I do want to talk about the unemployment aspect too, because uh, that that I've listened to some other um, podcasts, or even it, it seems to be a little bit harder to find some of that information and comparing and contrasting essentially. So um, maybe we'll, we'll let's we'll 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 do the easy hits first. <laughs> we'll throw we'll throw out the softball for like the stimulus and kind of and kind of go from there with the CARES Act. And also maybe just before we even do that. Um, maybe just introduce yourself um, and give us your background so our listeners know a little bit more about you. And thank you so much again for, for jumping no, on. It's really. Um, so my name is Tiffany Bastion. Um, I am an accountant. I have an MBA, um, but I'm also an EA, which I think a lot of people don't know what that is, but essentially I am certified through the IRS to represent on taxes and to file in any state uh, similar to a CPA, where CPAs take a four-part exam, but a small piece of that is tax. Uh, CPAs, you know, mostly CPAs become CPAs to be like a CFO or to do something, not always just for tax, where EA is just all tax all the time. So um, I wanted to explain that a little bit because a lot of people are like, what the heck is that? I feel like, you know, you have all those things behind your name and there are all these little like little anagrams and people are like, what does that mean? But essentially, I decided that's what I needed to help my clients was all the tax law I could understand because that's how I can help them under, you can't play the game if you don't know the rules, right? So, um, but I work with creative entrepreneurs. I would tell you, I think about 85 to 90% of my clients are photographers. So as you guys feel it, I feel it too, because those are my clients. Everybody's cost is somebody else's revenue in this entrepreneurial world where we're trying to like 
sort things out and try to stay calm, I suppose, and sort of move forward, but not really knowing how much forward you can move and how, how long we're going to be doing this for. So, um, but yeah, I, I work with creatives. I find that to be the people that I love. Um, and so I really realized when this started happening, it was kind of slow. I had a couple people were like, Oh, somebody canceled. I have, or, or some of the weddings maybe started canceling. And now I have, you know, I have, and I'm going to say for Am I saying it right? I never, I never, I, write, I can spell it. <laughs> but it's like, you know, so, all those more intimate up close things. And now, now I'm starting to have clients who, you know, have different kinds of photography business being affected because it's just, people have to stay home. Yeah. And, I, I have to say just, um, just Tiffany, looking at your website itself, um, you know, I know a lot of accountants and that kind of thing and nobody, I mean, nobody has their website set up like a creative entrepreneur like you do. I get that I mean, it's I really jarring. That. Like when you consider like I, I most accountants, to, sorry, I go ahead. Go ahead. For, no, I had, I tried to brand. I was working on my revamp for quite some time. Like, um, I had to fight about having cursive and like, you know, different designers would be like, well, you're an accountant. I'm like, well, that is not who I am. It's what I do. And it's so hard, but um, yes, I I hope that that's how it comes across because that is exactly my 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 goal in that. Because yeah, any stock handshaking images, people in suits, that is not who I am. So yeah, and, and who do you want who do you want to work with? Exactly. You know, like like I, I have to say, I'm I'm very impressed with with the presentation of your website because most accountant <laughs> websites are just like don't even have a picture or if they do you have to look for it you're like who, yeah. who, who do you want to work with you know i want to work with with somebody that, that it looks pleasant to work with you know it's yeah, you really have it set up like photographers do I think in a lot of ways like, i'm all about human connection and, and so i think something that sets me apart a little bit is that i don't just like do taxes like i'm the whole thing like I'll, i'm also i didn't get to that part but i'm a quickbooks advanced pro advisor so i know quickbooks inside and out i set quickbooks up all day i have a course on that like i do all the pieces because I feel like even if you have like a wonderful CPA, which, you know, is rare that you don't have all the pieces, like they don't do bookkeeping usually, they don't do the setup or they don't know how QuickBooks work. So I kind of try to create a, I guess I would say like a whole team. I do have two part-time bookkeepers, so we are a team sort of, but we come, we, we wrap around your business and help you get all that stuff taken care of. Awesome. Um, and in a way that I can communicate with you because most creatives are like, I love all the stuff and I'm so passionate, but I don't, the numbers, whatever, like I just do this for love. And it's like, but you got to pay your bills. So I want to help do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now I'm going to start to tossing those softballs over your way. <laughs> let's uh, do it. So, so the CARES Act, um, let's, let's start with the easy stuff. Let's start with the stimulus. Um, uh, there's another easy part to that too. What is it? Well, uh, we should start with the fact that tax returns are no longer due until July 15th. Now. There we go. There we go. And yep. that if you were like dreading that you owed or whatever, you have until July 15th to pay that. The other part is that first estimated tax payment of the quarter for 2020 isn't due until July 15th either. A lot of people are mm -hmm. like, oh my God, what is that? You should be making those if you're making money. Um, but that stuff is all kind of on hold. But I'm going to say with that being said, I know a lot and I feel this thing happening where a lot of people, I'm going to, it's like the toilet paper guys. Everyone's like, free money, oh my God, let's go. Oh, she's doing it, I should do it, we should all do it. And I just wanna make sure like, if you're not in that place, like almost like I want you to take a deep breath and like mm. think about it because a lot of people are just screwing because everybody's doing it, but do you need to do that? Maybe, I mean, I really personally like, 
can you slow things down for a bit? Does that make more sense? Are there other things you can do? Because there's a lot of paperwork involved. And if you need to, there are, there are definitely good benefits, but I feel like people are, don't know why they're doing it, I guess. Does that make sense? Yes, especially in regards to the PPP and the EIDL, uh, they're loans essentially. I, I think, and yes. maybe you you would back me up on that. Like they're basically loans. Part of them are forgivable for different reasons, maybe. Right. <laughs> right? So um, so I, and and I think that makes people nervous. It makes me a little nervous. Right. Um, what I understand, well, we can talk about that. So what I understand about it mostly is that as long as you're using it for, so if you're going to apply for it. You're going to tell them what you're using it for. And as long as you use it for that, I imagine, and this is stuff that's not clear yet, but they're going to have to find a way for you to prove, and this is easier for, um, maybe we should back this up a little bit. Like, so S corporations, that's what I am. More than half my clients are S corporations. So they take payroll through their company. They're paying into unemployment in their given states. Um, and they have payroll records and tax records and things to help populate and understand and prove this stuff. But people who are sole proprietors, DBAs, LLCs, basically anyone in business, I mean, even an Uber driver, right? So anybody in doing something for money that's self-employed has to come up with how they're going to prove what they need and then prove how they use the money. And I'm not sure what their requirements are going to be for that. I know how they... And I have notes here on how they want you to prove it now, but you have to prove you used it for that. Then that's forgivable. Mm -hmm. But the other part is, I think it's like, and I have notes because it's like really specific, but it's like $346 billion, million dollars. I mean, like, so it's yeah. not like it's endless either, too. So it's like, get in before it's all gone. But they're paying the banks. So all the banks are doing the loans. But I watched the press conference last night. And they were saying everything was great, but I actually personally got a, an email from Chase Bank saying we are not prepared yeah. to issue these loans tomorrow. Yeah, so. I saw I saw that a couple <laughs> articles from the, the Chase people basically saying like this is a mess. We don't we're not prepared to do this. We just got this Thursday and night, like, and now we're supposed to do this like, Friday. <laughs> you know, like, we're gonna get paid back for these loans, right? Are we just gonna give money to these people? Like I'm sure they right. need a sense of confidence, like we do too. So. That's where I do know I have some clients who are just ready at 9 a.m. today. Like, they're getting their stuff together, and we'll see. I'm curious to see how that kind of pans out. Mm. Uh, but it is. It's one of the – it's an unknown thing, you know. And I can't imagine that they can come back and, and turn it around. But if you can't prove that you use the money for that stuff, then it turns into some kind of loan that is, I think, point. Five percent. Yes, interest. it's a, it's a very. They're both very good loans. I mean, the the the, the EIDL one is like three point seven five, mm -hmm. um, and then the other one it was 0.5, but but I think just yesterday they made it go up to one percent because the banks were like, um, well, we no, you're can't right. do I that. It went up, and I yeah, this these notes say 0.5, but you're right. They did say it went up because banks want the incentive to do it. Right, because they would be losing money to, so to finance it at 0.5 percent. <laughs> I will say so, it's quite amazing how money is just coming from everywhere. It's like, what is happening? Right. Um, but we can back up a second to the stimulus check that everybody yes. should be getting. And that yes, is, yep. I, I don't know how you want to do this, but I do have like an email I sent out that has a calculator that's in a, and I kind of walk through what you need to figure out what your check will be. Um, right. We can put a link to that in our okay. show notes. Yeah. yeah. I'll put something together so you can do that. But so basically, um, a lot of households will be getting that, and that should be helpful. But it's a tax, it's an advance, basically. So you're getting that credit now. It's an advance payment on the your 2020 taxes. So when you do your 2020 taxes, 
if you don't meet those same requirements and they owe you more, you'll get the difference. But if you got more than you should, they are not going to do anything about that. And that's something I learned last night on a tax webinar. And I'm like, that's great because that so just that's not just sure. so that's not just free money. You're basically saying that's part of your well, it's a new tax credit for 2020. They're letting you advance take now. So sort of in a way, it didn't exist, but now it does. But it's part of 2020 tax return. Okay. But gotcha. you're getting the payment now based on the most recent tax return you filed. Okay. The other, the, the, the biggest. Go ahead. Going, oh, so the biggest thing is that people are kind of upset because, like, you might have your dependents on there, but if your kids are 17 years old or older. They don't count even though they're dependents. I've got a lot of questions on people who have college students that live at home and they don't count. Yeah. So, and they also. My son was can't born January 1st, 2020. He's not going to count. He missed it by a day. I missed yeah. all the good stuff by a day. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, um, then they can't even do their own because a lot of them have their own jobs. Like my son's 17. So he has his own job, but because I claim him, he can't even get his own jack. So, you know, it's just how it is. But. I mean, they're taking some precautions, so not everybody's just getting money everywhere. They're getting kind of what they deserve based on their situation. But then it goes into saying, well, if you haven't filed your 2019 yet, I've had a few clients where if they file now, that's better circumstance in 2018 to get a better right. check now. So that's where you should look at those things and figure that out quickly so you can get more money or hold off. I have a few where I'm like, let's just wait till you get your check, then we'll file because you're over the threshold in 19, but you weren't in 18. Right. And then in 2020, when they find out you were, they're not making you pay it back. Right. So, so just to go in order, questions. so Sorry. go, go yeah. ahead, Kelsey. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, one, is this something people will automatically receive, or is this something people need to apply for? You will automatically receive it. Now, um, I don't know if anybody remember 2008. There was a check that went out state. It's the same kind of thing. You got a check in the mail. They have said in these. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name of these, these news briefs that they are going to have a portal for you to go and put in your direct deposit information. But let's all look at unemployment right now. You can barely log in. So I don't know how that's going to actually work. So I would, I would expect to check. They said last night, they expect them to all be out within the next two weeks. They thought it was three, but they're promising two now. And I just don't know when this portal is going to open, how that's going to work. So you will most likely get a paper check with the option when this, if it happens, to go put your information in and get it electronically, which would probably be faster. But I don't know how that will work. So, okay. So, and second question. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, in what situation would it be more advantageous to file your taxes right away for 2019 uh, versus going off of 2018? So it's based on your AGI. And so in that link that we talked about that we're going to create, um, it goes through the, basically it caps off, right? So I think it's like $150,000 is the um, max AGI for a married couple or 75 for single. The thing is that your AGI is like a number that is income minus certain credits and expenses. And it's a certain line on your return. I don't have my actual note with, oh, I do, I do. So in 2018, it's line seven of your 1040 form. In 2019, it's line 8B. So if that number is under the, the threshold, then you'll get the full thing. And that's the 2,400 for a married couple, 1,200 for a single person, and then $500 per child at seven, under 17. Max total household is 3,400. So that's two children and a married couple is the max. Right. 
Okay, so yeah, that's basically what I wanted to say. So basically, um, the max is is twelve hundred per per head of household if you make under seventy five thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, and then you know if you have uh, two, then you're at twenty four hundred dollars plus the, plus the kids. Um, One more quick question on that: Is that seventy five thousand? Is that what your business takes in, or what you personally? This is your personal tax return. So the form ten forty, it's on the it's your AGI line, which is your adjusted gross income. Yeah. So it's like okay. some yep. yeah, and it's like a calculation of income and certain credits and expenses. So it, that's the confusing thing. So that's why I made it. I put it was very clear what lines to look at on your tax return because everybody's looking at different things. So it's your personal tax return. It's a stimulus check to your household based on your return. Right. Okay. Um. I'm wondering, do you think, it, I mean, I'll let you decide where you'd like to go from here, if it's maybe better to talk about the unemployment aspect first or these loans, essentially, with parts of them that are forgivable. Um, where do uh, you start? about unemployment. Um, the first thing about unemployment, and it's different in every state, and a lot of yes. people don't realize that. Now, when this all started first happening, people were in Facebook groups telling other people things, and I'm like, well, that's not your state, though. You have to look at your state. Cause yep. Obviously, the states are like freaking out now with the CARES Act. The CARES Act added federal funding to help like change the state's unemployment to be, I think it's like max like $600 a week over what you're already getting. But you have to remember unemployment is figured out a little differently. It's based on how much you've made in the last year and your job history. Um, I know that some people, maybe they had have a W-2 job or a part-time job or they had had one some point in the year. Then they started their business or their business is a side hustle. All that's taken into consideration to figure out what you get and it's a weekly amount. Then there are people who are still making a little bit of money and you have to count that towards. And it's been a long time for unemployment. I'm, I'm like, you have to count that. There's a way that they actually figure out how much you've made and then they put that against what they're going to pay you. So right. like if you're still doing a couple of things, you, that comes out of what they were going to give you for unemployment. So, so just to be clear, normally um, self-employed people are not able to file for unemployment. Um, and this CARES Act is yes. the thing that made it possible to for self-employed people to file for unemployment. But because of that, the states are all the states are like freaking out because this has not been in their typical systems that they have used before. So they have to update their systems to allow for this, which many of them are now figuring out. And 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 at the same time, everybody is going to apply for this at the same time, whether you're self-employed <laughs> or not. So 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 the sites are just getting hammered. I was um, getting so many emails of like pictures of like you know, services down and I'm like, love you guys. I don't, I can't do anything for you. I'm like, this is, this is technology, both a curse and a blessing. I, <laughs> and right. not like you can call either. Right. So, um, now, so the States are trying to figure out a way to take somebody that's self-employed. And what, as you were saying, if you also have a part-time job, it just makes it that much more confusing, like, you know, where these numbers are coming from as, as people are filling out these forms and, and people are, you know, they're trying to get this kind of straight. I know that straight New out. York, so New York, I took a look at it yesterday and they actually have a, if you're self-employed guide and it kind of goes through the application telling you what to check up, you know, if you're self-employed, put no to this and do that. And they're kind of weird questions. That, that I guess they're just forcing you to bypass to get to what they need for this way that they're trying to create their system. 
Right. Um, I do know some people have been able in New York anyway to get through and get everything processed, but some people who had a W-2 job or something prior are being told to call in and you need to verify your application. Right. Um, and it's, you gotta, that's the real, uh, thing. We have to be realistic, too. I know, I know everybody's kind of freaking out, but these are just people, too. They're understaffed, too. And it's like, you know, it's something being laid on them like it's being laid on us. It's new. They're probably, I don't know if they're working from home or how they're doing social distancing. So there's a lot of stuff happening and people have to do this stuff that they don't even know what they're doing. And so we all have to be a little patient, I think, too, while we're trying to figure this out. Right. And so my understanding of unemployment is you essentially normally you take what you made so so this may depend on if you want to file your 2019 taxes yet or not same kind of situation because if you made more you will potentially get the the higher level of what the state provides and then on top of what the state providing as part of the cares act they're doing the six hundred dollars um per week for so many weeks i don't know how many weeks it is they're doing the six hundred dollars on top of what you would normally get for unemployment for a certain amount of weeks i believe is that and i think it's helpful and I think that the idea of that is to max out because some people like, let's just say, I don't know, some CEO or somebody makes $150,000 a year when they go on unemployment, $200 a week is not the same. So it's to help bridge the gap of people and their actual salaries and try to keep the economy and people close to what they were somewhat making. So the world can yeah. keep moving. Right. Um, I, I don't know either about, they extended it 13 weeks. So like if you're on unemployment right now too, you obviously can't get a job. So they're extending it for all those people as well, 13 weeks. So I think it's 13 weeks for everyone, but I'm not. The, right. the unemployment piece I think is the most ever-changing piece that we have going on here. Like, because they, they have laid this out, but without all the state, you, know, you have all these different states. So I think it's gonna keep changing as they try to figure out the best way for this to happen. Um, for sure. <laughs> okay, so so that's that's kind of unemployment in a nutshell as we know it as part of this CARES Act so far. Um, right. And that's one option that's available to us as self-employed people. Um, now there are these other options, um, which is this EIDL loan, which is so both of these are administered by the SBA, the Small Business Association. Um, and this EIDL um, essentially is a, just a loan. It's a 3.75% loan. However, what they had said was the first $10,000 of this loan was going to be forgivable. But when you look into that, I guess on some Reddit forums and all these different things that were going on the other day, they were saying up to $10,000 could be forgivable just automatically. And they wanted to give pe- give it money in people's hands. So as people were filling that out and then just expecting that you're just going to get this $10,000, but now it looks like that may not be the case. Um, or it may be much less than that, and um, or we'll see what happens, you know. So essentially, uh, you know, you got to think about these as like you're applying for a loan, and if you need the capital right now to help keep your business going, this is an avenue to take. But that one is is um, I think it's a 3.75, and I think that you don't have to or you don't have to make a payment for a year, but interest accrues over the year. Yeah, and then it's like 30 years, um, like a mortgage, like it's it's. I would say if we were to start ranking things, that would be your last resort because that's really for you have because you have to prove that you're losing income, like that you can't keep your business. Like that's really to help. The, and I'm like the EDL is like the I can't even think of the name of it, but basically it's like disaster, disaster loan. Disaster loan, yeah. I mean, but, but I went last night with all these like new, you know, and like letter references. I'm like, what the heck are all these things? But the thing is, like, it's really for like. It's for 500 and under employees, so small businesses, but really to keep, I would say this is like, if we're talking to creative photographers, this is like 
you have like a brick and mortar place that you really have something you're trying to save versus you're just trying to get enough to pay your bills to make it through so that business will pick back up. So it's, and it's right. a bigger commitment and it's, it Although, is very unclear what we'll I will say it. because I did it when it first came out, you know, cause I was like, Oh, yeah. free $10,000 and they're going to help stim- you know, provide a stimulus yeah. to small businesses. It was the easiest application in the world to fill out. You just fill it right out. Um, and they don't even ask you for like how much you want. Like well, as far because as the that loan goes, you're going to be paying, it's going to pay back all this PPP. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, so apparently, and that was before PPP even came out because, yeah. because then they were saying, well, if you do get that loan, you can transfer it over to PPE because the interest rate will be lower if you get a PPP yeah. loan. Um, but, but it is still, you know, up in the air, you know, there might be, you know, part of that, part of that money may is provided as a stimulus. So, you know, you, that still may happen, you know, up to $10,000 right. depending on, whatever circumstances, you know, they're going to decide on for that. So, um, and, you know, and, and there's some kind of some uproar, you know, as far as that goes, where the, where people were saying, well, well, that's what you said. And that's what's in the CARES Act is that $10,000 per, per business is going to be provided. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, but it was easy but because you just, you just, they're saying, you know, small businesses, but I think that we know, we have a better idea of there is such an array of small businesses. Right. There's a difference yes. between like a pizza place that has employees is a small business versus and, and I'm not discounting anyone. It's just not even yeah. apples to apples. So just to hand this out like that doesn't make sense. There's got to be something. Right. As opposed to like an Uber driver who could claim also that, that they're, yeah. you know, a, a business and, you know, are is, is an Uber driver. Are we going to give an Uber driver ten thousand dollars? Same kind of thing. So I do understand they need to kind of, you know, you know, balance that and see what what is actually, um, you know. Worth providing. My biggest you know, concern all that, so. when all this started happening was for anyone who's, like I said, not Nets Corporation, all the other people, yeah, DBAs, sole proprietors, even partnerships. Like, how do they prove any of this? How do they substantiate any of this? It, it's like they're not, you know, they, I found some good clarity yesterday and I have it in my notes here, but it's like, that's the thing is, you know, a lot of people in that sort of structure. Maybe don't even have their bookkeeping up to date. So now they're like struggling and they're trying to figure out how do I even come up with what's a profit loss? I got to give them this information. I got to use my net income number to be that's your that's essentially your salary if you're doing this and you're not. And I guess we could go into the PPP because that's what that is about, which I think might not be the worst idea, because let's say that, you know, I have a lot of photographers or S corporations. I want to find my notes on this. Sorry. Um, And they are on. They are the only one on payroll in their business, but what they make on payroll is much more than they're going to get from unemployment. However, if they just apply for the PPP to save their salary, just apply for the enough to cover their salary for the time and just pay themselves their salary, they could get right through this nice and clean, not owe that back because they just they just paid their salary, what they've already been making. They don't feel a difference in their income. Even if they're the only employee, they are they are an employee. Mm-hmm. And they are on payroll. It's where, the, you know, then the self-employed individuals that are, and I, I hate this, like, they're all so mixed in. But essentially, you're not, a, you're not an S-corporation. So now you have to use the net income on your business, which may not even be positive. Like, but you were taking money as draws because those hit your balance sheet. They don't affect your net income. They, don't, they only affect your cash flow. So now how do you prove what you were trying to live off of? So this is where it gets kind of sticky, confusing, especially for, say, a photographer who's been struggling with their bookkeeping don't really understand and now they got to prove this stuff and it's like they don't even know what they're supposed to do and then they don't really have clear guidelines as to like how they're going to help you figure this out 
you know what I'm right. saying? So this PPP, um, just to kind of put it in a box as a general explanation for people that are like, what is a PPP? <laughs> so, so, so this is basically <laughs> another avenue to get a loan, essentially. Um, and and the idea is, as part of this CARES Act, that what it will do, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, is that for two two and a half times, um, two for essentially to cover two and a half months. They're basically, they want to take like what you would make for payroll protection plan. Basically, they want yeah. to protect people's ability to have paychecks, right? To continue to get the paychecks for two and a half months or whatever. So what they're basically saying is, you know, they want to look at your income and then, and then you know, divvy that up. And then you essentially get this loan. You pay yourself, right? And then, and then it, it's, it's all, it starts as a loan. It's always a loan until you then come back later and say, Hey, I use this for the things you told me to. I used it for my payroll. I used it to pay my rent for my my studio space. I used it to, um, you know, if you have, I guess you have, if you have employees I'm or whatever. But list real quick. So yep. it's your payroll costs, your mortgage payment, rent, utilities, and interest on other loans that you had before this happened. Which right. is really a grab bag. Right. But it's and it's a good like the APR is one percent, you know, so like it doesn't get any better than that, you know, as far as like loans go. Right. Um, after the eight weeks, if you prove it out, they're supposed to forgive it. So essentially it could be it could be free. But in the worst case, it could have got you through at the lowest interest you could possibly. Have. Right. And, and and it's right. And that's the huge part of it is that it is supposed to be forgivable when you use it for those business purposes that Tiffany just explained. So. Um, so in in essence, you shouldn't if you go this route, you shouldn't need to file for unemployment for two and a half months if you go this route because you would be able to pay yourself for for that two and a half months in theory, and then it would be completely forgiven um, beyond that. Um, is that that's correct, right? As far yeah, as we understand correct. it right that's now. Correct. Yeah, it is correct, and I feel like it's probably the best option out of all of these. Quick question on that. So. Would expenses like um, your web applications and software and things like that be covered under that, or is it just strictly like your your rent and that in your payroll and that's it? It's not clear. And I would say if it was me, the only thing I would pay is my payroll. And the reason I I, I look at this list and I'm like it's crazy because they're like payroll costs including salary, wages, commission, retirement, medical benefits, right? And then they say mortgage payments, rent, utilities and interest on loans obtained prior to February 15th. When you're dealing with people who are self, like they're, maybe they are, um, I keep using the word self-employed, we're all, we're all freaking self-employed, <laughs> um, that are not as corporations, they are uh, sole proprietors. Well, sole proprietors. Sole proprietors. Um, they might need to pay their mortgage to survive. Is this their business mortgage? Is this their personal mortgage? Because they're using the net income from their business to call that their payroll to help them pay their expenses so they can keep moving. Also notice the things that are here are things that bring the government whatever more money. Your mortgage payment is interest back to the bank. Utilities, those are all local, you know what I mean? So they're pretty much saying here's money to help keep moving the economy on all these really important things that still need to make money to keep everything moving. Um, but yeah, so if, if it were me, I would take it. I thought about this the other day. I'm like, I could take it for just my payroll, use it just for my payroll, because that would be enough to get us through this. Even if the work slows down right now, we're doing OK. But like if it slows down, we still have that guarantee and then we won't have to pay it back. And God forbid that 
I don't know, they come in and change that. It's that small interest rate that kept us moving through this. You know what I mean? So I just, that's where I would just, I get worried about where it starts to be not clear. I would not want to go into not clear areas for sake of, you might be doing good now, but what happens to you now in four or five months when everything's doing better and now they change something. <laughs> right. You know? Um, so here's what I am um, unclear about, and I'm wondering what your best answer is. And I had Lindsay prepare you for this, <laughs> or at least I, I think I, at least I, at least I said it over there when she was asking what you wanted to talk about. But what I believe is that there's nothing stopping like a sole proprietor or an S corp or whatever anybody from basically doing all of these things. Like you could apply for unemployment, and then you could also apply for these other loans, essentially. However, if you do that, if you if and this is this is I'm just making this this assumption right now, and you you tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm assuming if you apply for this for an unemployment and then apply for this PPP loan, for example, um, you would you would not be able to justify your payroll out of that PPP because you are taking your unemployment um, as as income to compensate for for what your payroll would be. Um, and I and I'm just making this up based on based you know, on I what you, I think I people can do. But given how they talk about it, I feel like you can do these loans or the unemployment because the these loans are to keep your business going. If you're taking unemployment, you're not doing business anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like right. that would be their definition of if you're on unemployment, you're laid off. You're out of work. If you are taking and that's why they have the loans, I think it's to to coax people to take the loans versus do the unemployment because they want people to keep. Who's what agency in. is checking this? Who's checking this? Like wh yeah, who's overseeing true. the that that people don't do do both? Um, and and is it? I mean, I mean, I think it's ethically wrong. I think you should make a decision. No, you, but you know? you're right. But I mean, but but who's who's like overseeing it and what and now because there's an accountant, you know. <laughs> all this stuff is going to affect. Oh, our lives you know, just changed. We thought yeah. taxing last year sucked. We're like, wait, what? Some of this stuff. I mean, <laughs> one more thing you haven't touched on is that you can take out of your IRA now with no 10% penalty and put it back right. for up to three years. And that changes how we do taxes because now we have to spend three years accounting for different things or making sure. I mean, it's crazy. But um, there is like nothing that I know of that says you can't do that, but I would have to think your social security number is going to be on these forms or your tax ID and they are all touching federal at some point and they might figure it out. I have to think but, a lot of people but are you could, but here, uh, Here's <laughs> what I think though. But, but I mean, so let's say that I do unemployment, right? Because, and then I get, I do the PPP loan. Um, if, I mean, it's a loan essentially, right? And they're, mm -hmm. and, and you're still a small business. They're not saying, I mean, and, it depends on what they come up with in this application as yeah. well, right? I mean, they, they should be addressing these things when people are applying, um, you know, like, hey, you're applying for PPP. Did, did you file for unemployment? That that should be that should be on there. Yeah, that's something did you see the sample application? I didn't know that. No, that I didn't there. see it. No. There is. Yeah, that's a very good point. The thing is that, I mean, yes, you're right. Ethically, that is that doesn't make any sense. It's not right. But at somewhere you're going to have to count for one or the other because if you're doing payment, you're doing a um, paycheck protection, you're still getting paid. You're right. now, you know what I mean. So I just, I don't know. I really, I Unle unless you just took it as a loan and didn't, and didn't. Um, oh, and it, yeah, and you weren't going to have and, and didn't care exactly. Or, or, well, or what about why this? They have it like that. Maybe well, they're well, going the, to change it for that reason. 
Well, well, this is what the other thing I was thinking. What if you go on unemployment, still do the PPP, and then only claim the remainder of what you didn't get on on unemployment as part of your paycheck, and then you can make that that PPP last yeah. longer. And and then I, don't I don't use it if you don't need the money. The rest of the loan. Have changing elements because they can figure they're leaving leaving themselves room to figure that out later. Because you're right, and because when you go to prove what what you use a loan for, whatever doesn't prove out becomes a loan. The other half is forgiven, or whatever part right. is forgiven. So right. it just wouldn't be forgiven. Yeah. It just wouldn't be forgiven if you did the unemployment too. Is my would be my you I know agree. until I, I hear otherwise, I until I see otherwise. I mean, there's no reason why people can do any all of them. Absolutely, um, I just feel like it's a lot of paperwork. Right. <laughs> a lot of paperwork. And so. and it's going to be a headache for everybody, you know, as far as all these things go. So so now so basically you have to decide what's best for you and your business and the situation you're in when you make a decision about what you're gonna what you're gonna be trying to do essentially uh the only the other thing that the only i think the only other thing because you mentioned the ira thing uh, mm-hmm. uh where the ira or the 401k you can take out mm-hmm. and not and not have uh the, the tax penalty the other thing that they were talking about is suspending mortgage payments for 60 days is another option um i, I know they were I know saying that about that's currently something you like a lot of actual mortgage companies are already offering but you have to call them and make sure and I think right. what it ends up being is they tack it on to the end of your loan. They're not going to foreclose on anybody. I know they said they're freezing any foreclosures. They're freezing any, um, like if you, oh, here's another thing. If you're paying on ta- back taxes, I don't know if anybody's paying on like a payment plan to the IRS where they owed something one year and they're, I am. So that's how I run my business because I was in that situation once. Well, but yeah. they're going to freeze those payments. But I think you, they, they're not clear on if you have to request it or not. And then any sort of like audits or anything going on, that stuff is all just kind of like held off. So nothing can happen to you right now while they figure everything out, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and student loans, too. Uh, apparently, they were saying they're going to put those on some kind of forbearance without you having to do anything for 90 days or something like that. I don't remember the exact date, number of days. I mean, but I imagine that seems right, too. But I feel like you should you should have to you should have to do something, although. I mean, I've had like silly things. Other things I subscribe to are like emailing me and saying, do you want to stay active and keep paying or do you want to? And I'm like, you know, for now, I mean, that's the other thing I think that's important in all this, guys. So is like, take a deep breath. Like all this is yeah. great and crazy, but like, and I think that we're still months away from having normal lives again, but be careful of what you're doing because do you need all this stuff? Are there other things that you can do? You know, I, I mean, I even thought about, I'm like, Hey, I could just get this loan and pay my employees and myself and just like free money because I'll prove I did it. I got payroll, like whatever. But then I'm like, other people need that. I don't need it right now. And the other part is that my business is, you know, I definitely have clients who I am putting on uh, sort of like a balance. Let's just collect your balance and we'll figure it out when this is over. Let's keep moving. We don't want to stop doing the bookkeeping. We don't want to stop stuff. Um, and that's just part of, you know, having to find, like, like I said, everybody's cost is somebody else's revenue and finding the grace in between it. But some, you know, I just worry that people are just going to run out and do all this crazy stuff and then be crazier. So like, you know, it's important mm. to figure out where you are. Do you need to do this? But the other side of it is like, this money won't last forever and you right. can only apply through June 30th. So there's right. a cutoff. So it's like, you got to find that balance of like, can I make it? Can I do this? Or should I just go on unemployment? Do I actually need stuff? Do I have savings? Like, what do I do? Do I, you know, do I need to, like, for me, I'm going to keep paying my mortgage and my bills right now because I can. And I feel like that's important because when all this stuff stacks up in six months and you, now you're behind on all this stuff or they have changed the game and now you have like all these balances on things, you just want to be careful. 
Yes. And for photographers, wedding photographers in particular, um, you know, as far as the unemployment thing goes, uh, yes, m- many of us are, are completely out of work right now. <laughs> you know, like exactly. as far as like all the all, all the, the you know, the weddings that we we're expecting. However, we still do get those deposits from clients for like 2021 and maybe they're going to move it to later on in 2020. And I just know, like, as far as the unemployment goes, if you if you are collecting retainers for future dates and that kind of thing, you are working that week. So you will not be able to. It is. Yes. Yes. So so don't expect that you're going to file for unemployment and then get that the whole time. Um, You know, those weeks that you collect, you you know, if you're working, you're not going to get unemployment that week because every week you have to go in and and basically say if you've worked or not. So and the other thing I can offer is if you're not an S corporation, okay, so that has you can tell what your payroll is, you know you're paying yourself on a payroll. So if you're just doing the other version where it's like my net income. So if you get all your income and expenses together, what you pay yourself in that situation is not an expense, it's a draw. If if that number is nice, that's what you can get a loan for and you can prove that's your payroll, maybe you should do that. If you're at a point where it shows a loss, then maybe it's unemployment or something. You know what I mean? You have to look at that document because that's what they're going to use. And that's what you have as your, to substantiate what you, what you pay yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. Because that can tell you a lot of things and then you're like, well, they're not going to give me a loan or that doesn't really help me. So then maybe you do go get unemployment if you need to. And is there a way to know how much you would get on unemployment? Without actually applying, I, I honestly know. I because especially with all this stuff that they've added on now and how that gets, how that all gets calculated in, and I don't even know. There, there is a yeah. So I, I've looked at it. There's a calculator okay. on the New York, for at least for New Yorkers, on the New York Department of Labor website, and you basically, if you make a certain amount of money, uh, if you if you do well as a wedding photographer, you'd probably qualify for the for one of the highest you know amounts that they do per week. And then there's like, um, and I think it's like $500 or something like that per week. And then I believe that the $600 is on top of that. Um, that's part of this, uh, um, disaster relief thing or whatever, whatever they're calling it. I forget the name. Um, that's part of the CARES Act that goes on top of that. That's coming from the federal um, government. Mm-hmm. And that lasts for so long. That, that is, that's my understanding. Again, I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Know? And, and but, uh, I think that the 600 is to like if because the calculation for state cuts off at a certain point anyway. Like let's say you made a million dollars as the CEO of some company, now you're on employment, you're not getting that much. But in order to get you higher to what you were getting, that's when the 600 comes in to help people with higher salaries because a lot of people are out of work. I don't know. I'm not sure. And I don't. I don't think it's on top of. It's only on top of if it, if you made more than the state calculation is capping you at, then you can reach in and bring in the federal to get more because you made more. Right. And, and okay. then the, the question is, um, you know, that, that how are they calculating for self-employed people, you know, for as far as the unemployment goes, because they're not used to doing that. So I don't know yeah. exactly what they're doing for that. So. And, I, and I think a lot of them are asking like for the last 12 months of what you've made. Um, and it's based and, and it, it stinks because what you've made on your net income, a lot of people know this. They'll look at the net income number and go, well, that's not in my bank. And that's that right. of like, yes, uh, but that's well, the money. Well, that's why, well, right. Are you saying like when you write off too much stuff, right? That, that can come yeah. back to bite you essentially. Yeah. Like, so, you, so you always should. 
strategy of a lot of things. Do I file 2019 to get more unemployment? Do I file it? Do I wait to get my check and then buy? I like it's right. just yeah. With those write-offs, you always got to be you got a balancing act. You want a house someday. You gotta you gotta show income. You know so. Yeah. When a lot of people think that they realize that the draw, well, take the draws to pay themselves from their business are not expenses. And unfortunately, HoneyBook and a lot of like CRMs that have bookkeeping built in don't count it. They, they count it that way or they, they, they basically people put it in as an expense. and It's not. So that's not your real number. So that's the important thing. What you took as a draw may not be what your net income supports is what I'm saying. And so if that's, right. that's what depends. Yeah. You might have taken a lot more and then they're like, we'll prove it. And you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and I don't I, think that's where, as soon as they started doing this, I'm like, how are they going to do this? Like, how are they going to ask people for proof? Like, this is crazy because I still don't. Well, they don't know. They still don't know. They're <laughs> they're still all being figured out right now. <laughs> um, it's crazy. The whole thing's nuts. The whole this whole thing is it's insanely nuts. Thing. Just everything about everything. It started right with the toilet paper and it just keeps yep. unraveling. <laughs> now everything's toilet paper. No toilet paper, it. everything. It is crazy. It yep. is. Can you but, you know, all the weddings that we go to, do you see, go over going to weddings where they put toilet paper on the bride and groom? You know what I mean? That's that's some yeah. expensive stuff these days, you know? Well, somebody, that's like, that's like wrapping like, them in gold. I saw like a Facebook meme that said somebody TP'd my house last night and now appraises for eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something because it's TV. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it is. It's an interesting time and we're trying to navigate it all and and it, it's weird because I'll be honest, at the beginning I was like, Oh, I'm gonna be this is fine. But then I started to realize and as things have gone on, I you know that was my mentality of like it'll be a couple weeks. You guys, I'm supposed to go to Disney World in like five days. It's not happening. I'm very upset. This is my vacation time. <laughs> this this is going on way longer than people think. I, I'm just it's, not, it's gonna be happening for a while. That realization, I was like, ooh. Yeah, if it? everybody if everybody actually did stay in their house for fourteen days and didn't go anywhere this thing would be gone it would be it would go away but that's never that's not going to happen and and then we're just going to keep dealing with it forever i have a Um, client uh arizona like some states just literally told people to stay home like this week so it's like it's crazy yeah yeah school followers so i'm like all right let's get out there people it's it's just it's not even about like getting sick anymore it's just about if everybody just did their part we could all get through this quicker but the longer the economy is down, the longer all this stuff is happening, yes, more people are going to die, more people are going to get sick. This is going to drag out forever. Disney World can't go bankrupt because I need to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but it, 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 it's, it's crazy. And it's it, unfathomable. I just keep thinking this is real. And this is my life. My life is like quarantine. So then some days I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't go to Target. That's like my big joy in the world. So it, yeah. it's very interesting now i think for photographers you guys are out you're doing all this stuff and so now you're just confined to these spaces it's totally a different <laughs> everyone has a, like a different way it's affecting their psyche i think you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well i have um, senior in high school i'm like can we please not can we please not cancel graduation can we just do oh. it in July? let's just slow down like this was our this was our disney trip for senior year and i'm like Ugh. Yeah, I think it's going to go oh, on forever. Hard. And even with like what's happening in the stock market, like the market's been going up in different days. I'm like, nope, that's kind of delusional. It's yeah, nope. It's this. It's just like, left down today. It's left down. We we have not hit bottom with the market. That's all. That's that's another little prediction from me. It's going to keep going. It, it, no, absolutely. Because I think we went through this like people disbelief. I guess it's not happening. This isn't happening. Now we're settling into okay, this is happening. But I think a month from now we'll be like, wow, this is really yes. going. I, 
Yeah, I, I think yeah, I'm gonna uh, if if you do if you do stocks, people, it's time to buy oh, we some did, puts. We, did. we just passed change like literally like before this happened. I'm like hallelujah. <laughs> time to buy lots of puts. All right, um, Tiffany, thank you so much. No I think problem. we covered I, I think we covered everything. Is there anything else that we any of us wanted to mention about the CARES Act we didn't talk about? I think we got it all. I think it was was very informative. I think I, I wanted thing to say is that in order to apply for uh, these loans, you need to go to any bank that has, and mo it's almost any bank Good. now, you need to contact your bank would probably be the first place to start because you already work with them to get information on how they're handling this. Some banks are going to handle it. They just don't have the stuff in place yet. Um, but you go to a bank to do that. There's no, or can you do it online? <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't go to the bank. Don't go to the bank. Okay, yeah, I, let's do it online. My husband said they're telling people that if they're sole proprietors, they have to go into the bank with paperwork. And I'm like, no, no. Mm. <laughs> so I think like, no, most, yeah, most banks are doing like an appoint appointment only type of situation too. And I, also, I'll, if you haven't refinanced your mortgage lately, maybe you should look at that. Just, you know, yeah. the rates are I, dropping. I, I mean, <laughs> I heard um, that that PPP loan thing was going to have a website that you could like go to and then it would say like these are the banks in your area that are doing the PPP loans. There um, is on the SBA site which is in this email I have. I'll send to you guys and you can take whatever links you want out of that email um, and it does go to like a bank match thing which wasn't working at the time so um, there's a lot of good ideas. Let's say that. Yeah. There's a lot of good ideas on how things are going to work but yeah. working. All right. Well, uh, again, then, uh, Tiffany, thank you so much. This is, I, I really, I wanted to do this too selfishly, so I could understand a little bit better. But what I'm going to do going forward too. Too, so because I, honestly, people are asking me questions, and I really, I just, I spent about four hours yesterday in tax webinars and everything that had to do with this to really just make sure I understood the pieces because it's changing and it's new. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't get memos saying, "Hey, the tax law is going to change. Everybody's going to ask questions. Here's the brief." I don't right. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's you gotta stay on top of your profession there. It's like yeah, being, you know, new, new, yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, you know, thank you so much. This has been really, really great. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, and thanks, uh, Lindsay recommended. So thank you, Lindsay, for working all that, all that out. Um, and, uh, Tiffany, where can people find you? Like when they want to check, check out your website and see how much it looks like a photographer's website, basically. Yeah. And, and, and anybody else that runs a business, not like a photographer that, that, that wants to like take it to the next level, just go to the website from a purely, uh, creative <laughs> entrepreneur, uh, as, uh, standpoint, where can they follow um, you? So you, uh, www.bastionaccounting.com. So that's B-A-S-T-I-A-N accounting.com. And, um, I, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and all of that is on my website. So I'm on wow. all those platforms and um, I think that's all the things. So different from <laughs> so many accounts. <laughs> well, I found Instagram. out like, Instagram is where most of my people come from. I'm like, that's just, I mean, yeah. it's weird, but that's who my market is. So they're creative people. I want to help those people and that's where they hang out. Yeah. People always <laughs> say to me, like, are you going to go to the tax whatever expo? And I'm like, no, I will go to a photography expo. Like, those are my people. Like, why would I go yeah. to that? I don't so know. You, um, so you can work in any state then based on what you were saying your certification is? So, like, yes. photographers can I reach out to you in different states? Yep. Okay. And I Amazing. do everything from bookkeeping, taxes, tax planning, which is such a life-changing thing, guys. When you plan, you can. it's just so much easier to plan than to react. Um, yes, I can, I can work. I have clients in all states. I re work remotely with all my clients. Um, I've only met a couple 
of them in real life. One took those photos on my website. She's amazing. Um, that's the best part. I have great family photos. I just did my 50th uh, anniversary for my in-laws. I have I know all the photographers. I have the best yes. photos. <laughs> amazing. Well, um, thank you again so much, Tiffany, for uh, for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. No and uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, where can people find you? Uh, really quick, I want to plug Tiffany's live sessions that she does online um, on Facebook. So I think it's every Friday you do it, correct? Yeah. 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 Every Friday she goes live with a Q and A. So um, if you follow her there, you can you know chime in with your questions about tax stuff. It's so um, yeah, generous of you to do that. You can't believe what we're talking about today. It's the same thing we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think that'll probably be out before the episode since that's in like an hour, but, <laughs> but maybe not. Andy's pretty fast. I find well, a not, lot of not today. are in Facebook groups asking questions. So I made a Facebook group that's an accountant and like, I want to help answer the questions with like actual IRS tax code so that you know what, when you do it, that you can do it that way. And not just because, you know, Lizzie over there does it in Arkansas. I mean, I just want to make sure everybody knows. What they can do. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, oh, sorry, what was that? Oh, I was like saying thank you very much for having me. Oh, yes, thank you. And to answer your question, Andy, <laughs> my website is didario.com, and you can find me on Instagram, Lindsay at work. And my name Andy. is Andy Buscemi. Uh, the last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. If you Google me, you can find my good stuff that way, including Instagram and fun things like that, which I like ever since this COVID-19 thing happens, I is just dormant. And I'm not I'm, I'm just going to leave it. I'm just going to leave it. Is that bad of me? Maybe it is. I don't know. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, the time. People have nothing to do but scroll. Right yeah, now. but I just like and I don't even know, like, do you post happy things? Do you like do you are I'm you posting are you hugs? Yeah. A, a hug yeah. a day. Be yourself. A photo every day. Those people that follow you, those are the people that matter. The ones when you're yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Even if yourself may be a little sinister. At times. I love that I'm getting social media <laughs> social media advice from an accountant right now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's really how bad you are. Seriously, I have, I have when you look at my Instagram. I'm like, people are like your poor son. I'm like, what? Like my life is to like make his, you know, interesting. It's my job. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you so much, everybody, for jumping in. This has been episode number 131 of Wedding Photographers Unite. And we'll catch you next time. Arrivederci. Ciao. Kim Knight.